You see, we're going to have a lot of podcast yeah. stuff to talk about. Oh. What? Oh, we must be. We're recording now? Mm-hmm. Jesus. What? I don't like when we don't know. Okay. Okay. I'm Valerie Bengal. I'm sorry. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing it. <laughs> We've already messed up. Okay. I'm Casey Munchkin. And this <laughs> is... Nothing's too weird. Our parents, that's their last name, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's Corret, Corret Munchkin. Munchkin. Cat that's names. Our lineage. Mm-hmm. So Makes sense. <laughs> so you went to a cat show recently? Dan and I went to a cat show, and uh, to say it was a little strange is an understatement, but it wasn't too weird. No, nothing is. Nothing is. No, nothing is. But, I mean, these people, they're into the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. And basically, you could not pet or touch any of them. They were, they were off strictly limits. to look at. They were strictly to look at. Did you have to keep a certain distance from them? I think that the owner's preferred that they didn't want you to be pressing your face like up to the i feel like dog shows are different don't can you touch dog show dogs i think so it just seems like they're all friendly and yeah you know wanting to cats are just like what you just never know with cats you know i feel like they're thinking maybe the cat's gonna turn and you like claw or bite (laughs) you and then you're gonna be like i'm suing you can you imagine taking your cats to the cat show what would they do they would love it. Your cats would love it. I don't think they would actually. I think they would be terrified and like hiding <laughs> in the back of like the K, the carrier. Yeah. Like, what are you doing to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think our cats would fare well at the cat show. Do they have to walk in a circle like dogs? No, it was okay. just basically like Based they were looks. in like these soft cages, you know, like with mesh sides. Yeah. Which, to be honest, I was confused how they weren't clawing out. Yeah. But the only cat that we got to hold was a Korat, which was this gray cat. It's from Thailand. It has jade green eyes. Is it just so beautiful? Oh, it was so beautiful. And she, like, gave us a card and was like, yeah, you know. Like trying to get you to buy them? Yeah, trying to get us to get in on the next litter. How much are they? We don't don't know. The card did not say, but I'm seriously guessing, like, $1,200 to $1,500 for a kitten but the cat was just so small and dense which i guess is like a hallmark of them that they're super muscular but tiny but it was really it was so soft and she said like they hardly shed because they don't have an undercoat but that was the only then one did we you want to. one just so bad we wanted did one. you want every cat i so wanted bad. all of them so bad 
They Could you tell the big differences between types of cats? Yes. Yeah. And like the the ones that I think are most distinctive looking are the Siamese, like the true mm-hmm. Siamese. They look like super, they just have a really, a, just really distinct look about them. Like their ears are really big and their eyes are just like crystal blue. I always wanted a Siamese cat. When we got Valletta... There was actually a little kitten, a little Siamese cat kitten, because we went to the Rescue League in Indianola, and I was like, oh, Scott, look at that cat. I want that cat, because I've always wanted a Siamese cat. And then mm-hmm. Valletta jumped out of the cage on him. And you were like, this cat is mine. And then Scott was like, well, what about this cat? And I'm like, but look at this Siamese cat. And then Valletta was just all over him, and I'm like, I guess we need to get that cat. And when we went to the front desk... We were like, oh, we want a cat back there. Then they're like, oh, the Siamese, because they must have known that, that cat is, is so beautiful. One. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, no, no, the other one, the older one, because she was just bigger than all of them. And they're like, oh, yes, she's a good one. And then she was just so nice. She went to the vet and she just came back, like, yeah, she's whatever. She's so good. It's so good that you got her. And then she rode back to our house on Scott's shoulders in the car. <laughs> she was immediately in love. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> It's like she demanded we take her. It was meant to be because mm-hmm. she's obsessed with this podcast. She loves this podcast so much. She's been lingering around. It was this... meant to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For oh, this podcast yes. alone is meant to be. I'm so glad she's here. <laughs> and something we forgot to mention the last podcast, mm. unfortunately, Walgreens, I'm sorry. Walgreens. We need to mention that each time because... Of how wonderful they are. Yeah. They're so, so good. Let's just ask for Walgreens forgiveness, please. Yes. Please We're sorry. forgive us. We will be mentioning you from here on out. Yeah. And <laughs> I just went there recently to buy a card. What, and it was when were a you wonderful there? experience. Sometimes it's like Wednesday. Okay. Wednesday. I was there yesterday. You know what? I was there a few times this week. I'm there all the time. You were there a few times this mm-hmm. week. I had to go there for some... Halloween stuff for work. Mm. Mm-hmm. They do have a wide selection of Halloween they do. stuff. And if you would go like today or tomorrow, it'll steep be on discount. Yeah, it'll steep. all be on sale. And it would be good, like all the candy and everything. Yeah. So you could just like get it super steep discount. We had um, trick-or-treaters at my work. Like all the kids came in and I went to Nobby's and got them all glow sticks to pass out. So I was in the room passing out glow sticks those kids go nuts for oh, glow sticks. Oh, they love them. I they just always, love them. Yeah, I used to always want them too, and when I got them, I was just so upset when they started fading. I think they're just fascinating to kids. Cause yeah. It's, you know, how magical. does this work? It's it magical. It is magical. Because you're like, how does this work? And they'd always say, you're going to put it in the freezer, and it's going to keep glowing. But it no. didn't seem to keep glowing. It wasn't as vibrant. No. It was always best when you first cracked it, and mm-hmm. then it was like, whoa. But it seemed like, okay, we got the little sticks at Halloween, but there were the necklaces and things I only saw at 4th of July things. Oh. They sold them, and they'd walk around, and someone would be selling them, and mm-hmm. trying, and it, of course, I was mesmerized, and my mom would never buy us glow sticks, and now it's just like, these kids are getting glow sticks right and left. They are. I've they, noticed that. They're just passing them out freely. They have no value anymore. And it's like kids don't appreciate things if they're just getting Mm-mm. glow sticks all the time. I That's saw- gotta be like... The rarest, most special thing. If you're getting a glow stick, you better 
act like it's the most special thing that's ever happened. It used to be. Yeah. It used to be. Good old days. It was the good old days. (laughs) (laughs) So did you have trick-or-treaters at your house? Okay, so we did not because the dogs, I think, they think that we're under siege (laughs) while the (laughs) trick-or-treating is happening. So I shut the lights off and nobody came. That's, we had our lights on, and as you can see by that pile of candy over there, we bought plenty of candy, because we were like, and it didn't the first it. year we were here, I was really excited and ready. I'm like, our first year in a house, I can't wait to hand out, like, candy for yeah. trick-or-treaters, and like, just do all that, and then only one came the first year, and I mean, I fell into a depression over only it. Only one came the first year. Yeah. I just think we live in an old neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. There's not a lot of kids. And so I was like, I mean, it really did depress me. And like <laughs> seeing the candy sitting there, I was just like, oh, it just was a bummer. It was just a reminder each time mm-hmm. of something that could have been. Yeah. And then so, oh, Valetta's trying to Valetta join the wanted to come up. <laughs> and so the next year I was like, I'll just buy a couple bags. Well, then the next year there was so many trick-or-treaters and then... I was in a big-time panic over running out of candy, and I sure didn't want to do that mm-hmm. and have to turn my light off. But we were fine. But someone did smash my pumpkin last year. That's awful. Yeah. That is sad that that happened. Yeah. It's weird. And why are they up by the house? Mm-mm. It's creepy. I don't like it. It's Mm-mm. They're one step away from breaking out your window and busting in. Yeah. I mean, that's way too close it's to be too close. to the house. Casey. And so... A guy at work had this idea, this brilliant idea, because I was like, I'm just going to watch out the window for the kids to steal my pumpkin. And then he's like, why don't you just cover the pumpkin in Vaseline? And so you did. I put some Vaseline on it. (laughs) And so do you think that deterred them? I hope it did. I hope what they did is they touched it and then they couldn't grasp it. Oh, my God, man. And then there's something... (laughs) disgusting stuck on their hands all night and then that's what happened and they'll never come back i hope so and i'll just tell you vaseline is good for so many things that is just one more in the long line of things you can use vaseline for i love vaseline for everything yes i know that it's really really good for getting off stubborn eye makeup that's what i like i wear a lot of eye makeup and it just is well, there's nothing better than like using a Vaseline cooling balm mm-hmm. on your eyes because it's like <laughs> get all this eyeliner off and it does and then it's just nice. I can put it on my mm-hmm. lips so if my lips are chapped, I put it on scabs to try to make them heal faster. Sometimes I'll put it all over my hands and put socks on my hands. Casey, and I used sleep to put it like on that. my feet and put socks oh, on that. in a thick, thick layer. Yeah. And then it would just really soften them up. Mm-hmm. Like soft. Yeah. Like baby skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I've been, been getting better, but I would bite the skin around my fingers really, really, really bad. Mm-hmm. And it would hurt and it would get super puffed up and like bleeding. And then if I would put Vaseline on my hands at night and put them in socks, I would wake up and all the puffiness would it be would down. It would just be gone. Mm-hmm. Vaseline. Nice. What can't it do? It helps in, like, you know, for theft with a pumpkin. Mm-hmm. I feel like it could lubricate locks, yeah. door hinges. If your ring is stuck if on your If your ring is stuck. 
Could help with pets. I used to put it on Dinky's face. You did? Yeah. Because like... When it was dry? It would get dry and then I would put Vaseline and she would just love it and rub her face into the Vaseline. <laughs> Dinky was my pug, but she just loved... Having the Vaseline rubbed into mm-hmm. her face skin? Yep. God. So, and you can obviously get Vaseline at Walgreens. Walgreens. Mm-hmm. It's the you only place I buy Vaseline. Big tubs of it. Yeah. Big they tubs do have big it. tubs of it. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. It's so. good. <laughs> <laughs> and in the news lately, there's a woman mm-hmm. that is just deciding she's on the loose with Ebola. She's not going to be quarantined. She's refusing to be quarantined. Until why? That we say, why? Why would you refuse that? It would I don't be- understand. It would be amazing to be quarantined. It would. And I mean, it would just be like, you know, when you call into work sick, you're like, oh, good, I don't got to go into work. But but you're also you feel awful. You're also sick and then you feel bad for missing work. Right. You feel guilty for missing work right. and you're sick. There's just right. so much badness. You feel like is somebody, you know. Are you putting more work on someone? Believe, are they even believing me? Do they think I just yeah. needed a person all day? Yeah. Right. With this lady, it's like the government. Is demanding. You, demanding. You stay in this tent. And all your co-workers And surf your know. iPad. All your co-workers know you've got to stay in. And they're all rooting for you to not have it. I mean, everyone is supporting you mm-hmm. to be home mm-hmm. and resting and mm-hmm. just doing whatever. And just and stay home. You're rejecting it. You are a brat. You're just a brat. <laughs> You should be like, oh, good, this is never going to happen ever again in my life. Somebody's actually telling me, stay home, rest, Mm -hmm. take it easy. We'll deliver food to you. We're all thinking about you and hoping for the best. If you need All these positive vibes coming your way to be at home doing nothing. Mm -hmm. And what's she doing? This is making it into some weird thing. Just enjoy yourself. Is this the lady in Maine? Okay, I don't understand. I feel like, I mean, this comes back to, I feel like uh, for a lot of people, they just are like, oh my God, I need to be around people. <laughs> that and is for probably us, it. it's just like, no, I need to be alone. <laughs> I need to be in solitary confinement. <laughs> and if someone was saying, go in solitary confinement, it's like, God, just love it. <laughs> like sometimes I think about that and I'm just like, I don't think that it would drive me nuts. No. I think I would be like, okay. <laughs> Good. I, like I don't have to be around these nuts mm-hmm. all the time. I can just have my thoughts to myself and get peaceful and zen out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. It is probably this weird thing. Oh, there's our little cat totem. That was our picture for our last podcast, oh, the cat totem. I feel he's watching over us. Mm-hmm. And bringing good stuff. Very, very good. <laughs> <laughs> so... We had a big adventure today. Big. And here's what we promise you, listeners. Mm-hmm. If you go on our Facebook page, and <coughs> why wouldn't you go on our Facebook page? You should like it, definitely. Like it. It's like there. It. Like it. There's not as many likes as we would hope to have. I feel like more people like it in real life than on Facebook, and usually yes. more people like things on Facebook than they do in real life. My sister just liked it today oh, because good. I told her, I said, we have a Facebook page, and she didn't even know. Oh, geez. I We've was like, get out the word. <laughs> Spread it. 
We need to, more people need to know. This page is there. But yeah, she liked it and so now she's gonna be oh, getting good. all the updates. Oh good. We put exclusive updates up there. <clears throat> and there's gonna be some very exclusive pictures mm-hmm. of our adventure today. And we'll put them on the Facebook page and then you'll see what we were seeing. You're going to have to like it to see them. Because otherwise, don't just creep on the page. Mm -hmm. Just like us. Show yourselves. Just click like. Follow it. A few fun things will show up in the news feed. What's it going to hurt? We're not trolling anyone. No. And it's not constant in your face. (laughs) It's just, you know, here and there. (laughs) We aren't like yelling at people about their food recommendations. We're just having fun. Right. Casey, look at Valletta. Oh, Valletta's here. She's sitting on my coat. <laughs> Looks adorable. Probably going to put her into my purse later. Oh, Valletta, you got to stay here. She would fit in my purse. It's oh, like yeah. she's like the same size as my purse. That's messed up. <laughs> her butt's doing pretty good. She's so tiny. Is it? Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, okay. So we'll go back to the adventure. Valletta wasn't on the adventure. No. That, in she spirit. Liked it. In spirit. Mm-hmm. In spirit, she was. So, first, I went and picked Val up at noon, and we headed out, and Val's like, where, where is, is all of this? <laughs> I didn't even know. I was like, You were just like, yeah, I'll do it. Is Casey taking me? <laughs> and I have got to say, it was amazing. And I need to, first of all, do you feel like you could tell me how to get there, or is it just, like, by memory? I think I could tell you, and hopefully... It would be okay, but it's mm-hmm. kind of by memory. Yeah, it seemed like it was by memory when we were going because you were like looking for like the pine trees and it was like looking for visual landmarks. Yeah, but I have got to tell you, my mom would just be like, "Oh my god, loving it." Would she? Oh yes, she would love it. Maybe she should go out there sometime. She you know, should. and we have talked about. I would love to do a podcast with your grandma. Yes, with like my maybe grandma. we could do like a Brit tour. That would be good. I feel and like talk my mom about would be on it. Hobo Fest and just everything. Oh, hobo Fest. Mm-hmm. Grandma would love that. So we're going to do that Grandma in the future. Vicky. That's. Yep. I don't even know if my Let's grandma do it can soon. listen. I don't know if she can. You know what? We could. You could do is like take your iPad over there and then mm-hmm. play her episode for her. I know. That's what I should do because she has a Kindle. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if it's like compatible or if she can get it. She. Can she go to websites on there? Mm-hmm. She could go to our Podbean and listen. I'll ask her because I feel like she would enjoy listening to us. Because then she would feel like she was hanging with mm-hmm. us, you know. And then she'll be comfortable being a guest. Yes, yes. So okay. we'll have to do that soon. Yes, I'll ask her. So first we went to a cemetery that I had found, I don't so know good. how many years ago. Like I was just riding, like me and my mom and dad would ride by the river sometimes just because it's pretty. Mm-hmm. And then we just were going on the gravel road, and I saw, I don't know, there was a forest, and it looked like an opening, and I just said mm-hmm. to Dad, I'm like, what's that back there? And then Dad's like, I don't know, do you want to go check see? check it out. Yeah. And so we parked, and then Mom stayed in the car then, and me and Dad walked through this field, and then when we got there, it was like a cemetery back at the end of this field. I mean, it is just crazy to me that you guys found it. I don't know how. I saw it really. It is just like when I see it back there. When I see it now, I wonder how I saw it. It's like you were drawn to it. It it's, is like it's I was crazy. Yeah. 
Because, yeah, I just don't even know. We'll post a picture of what it looks like from the road. Casey said she found that if there was a stand of pine trees, that most likely meant there was a grave site there at one time. Like if you're going on a gravel road. There was pine trees. And there's pine trees. But I found that after I found that grave Mm -hmm. site, so I wasn't really looking then. But, like, I just found an old brochure that said that. Nuts. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's... They're from like 1800s, and it's the Kimri Cemetery, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of, it's in Minburn, I guess, is what they kind of say the city limits are, Minburn. And there was people with the last name Temple and Cartwright. And they were just so old, and some of them have been replaced with new ones that the family Mm -hmm. seems to have purchased, and someone's keeping up the cemetery. Yes, they're mowing it, they have to be. Yeah, and like trimming around the headstones. But there's headstones growing into trees. Yes. They're all knocked over. And it's really, it's so peaceful and amazing it's back there. It's so peaceful. It, it is just, it was unreal. There's all these birds back there just There was a lot of around. birds. Mm-hmm. Just like a lot of crows today. And there's one like new grave there. Mm-hmm. Like. Tom Reese. Yep. Yeah. And he had died. My dad thinks he went to school with him. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was weird. But, I mean, I had been back a couple times. I've taken Scott there, and I, me and my mom drove back there. And it's crazy. It's neat. It's really. Yeah. I feel like if people could know, like, it's not like something that you would know. If you would have to almost, like, know what was back there to yeah. go. Except how Casey saw it, which I just, it's unreal that you saw that. Because it it's is weird just, to me that me and dad decided, yeah, sure, we'll yeah, walk let's through this just field. Go back and check it out. Because that's not really something mm-hmm. we do. But and you just like draw them there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I, yeah. People are going to have to go and see the picture. Yep. So go like our Facebook page. And then and you can see how far off the road it yeah. is. Yeah. Because it is. And it's just cool. Like it's, I, and I don't know how that guy recently got buried back there. Like, if he pretty, was part of the family, the Kimberly yeah. or the temple or. Right, I don't. I don't know. It's weird, cause yeah, his grave, his, his headstone is like a bench, and it was 1993. Mm-hmm. And so. it's kind of in the middle of everything. Mm-hmm. The oldest one we saw was 1800. Yep. And the oldest person was 73. And that was the oldest by far. By like far. Most of them were teens, teens, twenties, thirties, yeah. babies, like a few days old. Mm-hmm. It was it was odd to see anybody living above like their thirties. Yeah. But yeah, I I don't know. It and was, I mean even the guy that my dad thought he knew, the new grave, that guy didn't live a long time mm-hmm. either. So there's like he the oldest guy of the cemetery. They would always write on the old headstones. Yeah. Aged. Yeah. Aged. And then they would put like, you know, eleven years. Yeah, the exact years. Days, not like six the months. dates. No. It was like the, day, the year they were born, and then how far they aged. Yeah, aged, mm-hmm. and then the uh, the exact amount, which isn't what you know. Uh, now it's just they a year. don't do that now. Yeah, it's just a year. And they were like shortening names too. Mm-hmm. Like I think Geo? it was George. George. Yeah, it was just Geo. Because maybe period. there was only so much space on the headstone, mm-hmm. and so they had to do that. Yeah, that could have been. Because yeah, they were like shortening them and. They never put the full last names of, like, the parents. It was always initials. Mm-hmm. 
And they were all grouped together. Mm-hmm. Even like yeah. way back then, it's all grouped together. And Casey said she heard that there was a headstone and a footstone. That's what Scott's dad told mm-hmm. me. And Scott's dad recently, okay, Scott's dad does all this stuff. Like he researches all this stuff. He's written a book on all of Scott's ancestors all the way back until forever. Like, I thought he was just doing a family tree. That's what I thought. And then he gave it to us. He's like, oh, here's that that I was working on. And then I looked at it, and then I started reading the first few pages, and I'm like, well, this is a book. And then I'm like, Scott, did you know your dad was writing a book? And he was like, well, yeah, I think so. And I'm like, what? (laughs) You just knew your dad was writing a book. Like, if my dad was writing a book, I'd be like, oh, my God, my dad is writing a book. I wouldn't just be like, well, yeah, I knew my dad was writing a book. I would be like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> my dad's writing a book. Is this, to this every man his chance, mm-hmm. stories of eight families. Yeah. And he even has, like, a Lord of the Rings quote in there because he is a what? big fan of Lord of the Rings. And, I mean, he has stories for people. It's not like a family tree. It's like these people's actual stories told in story form. And he had the proofreader at my work look through it. And then the proofreader said to me, he's like, I can't believe that book. I can't believe that book your father-in-law wrote. He's like, that's going to change the way family history is written. (gasps) That's what he told me. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Mm -hmm. This book is neat. Yeah. This is really neat. So Scott's dad did that. But then in his searching family history, it's like, he found one of Scott's mom's, like, distant relatives that she's obviously never met in, like, North Carolina or somewhere. Like, they would take pictures of people's graves. And so they were going to try to find this grave. And this guy's like, well, here's some maybe the GPS coordinates, but I don't know. Like, it's somewhere in this field. And then so the, Scott's dad went there and asked the farmer guy, can I search your field? And they found it. And the farmer knew it was there and everything. And he's like, oh well, this is my wife's, you know, relatives or whatever. And then just not too long ago, he had a whole group of people down there to make it into, like, an actual cemetery and cleared trees and, like, organized the headstones, repaired headstones. Like, there's cast iron things, and he, like, resealed them. It's crazy. And built a fence around it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That is so neat that he did that. I want so to he, do that. He wrote a book. He made a cemetery, pretty much. I don't, it's crazy. That's that what he's up neat. to. That's what he's up to. And what I'm is just Scott's like, dad's name? It's Denny. We need to give a shout out to he, Denny. Yeah, that shout he's out. doing. A, that's neat. That is. It's he's super doing cool. Important work. Yeah, and it's like I see this of like Scott's family, and I'm just like, no one in my family would ever do this, and I'm never gonna have this. And I'm like, the only person that would ever come close to doing something like that would be me. And I'm not going to do it now because I've got a job. And by the time I would ever be able to do that, everyone's going to be dead. Because he, this had to take so much time to write this. Like and research it and everything. It did. And he went overseas. He went went, overseas. Yes. They were in like Norway and talking to people like they're talking to strangers about this stuff. To me, talking to strangers and he's getting stories from strangers, that's so hard to even that imagine. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Oh my God. Yeah. Denny. Denny. That's what he's up to. That's awesome. Yeah. And so. I want to borrow this and read this. 
Isn't that cool? That's really neat. I like that. That's awesome. I love it. I guess back to our adventures after all this cemetery talk. Mm -hmm. So after we went to that cemetery, we did a three-point turnabout in the field and got out of there. And then we went to an abandoned school. Conservatory. Or consolidated. Consolidated school. Yep. That's all it said. Yep. And it's like between Minburn and Ogden. And Mm -hmm. I've been there a few times. On a main road. Yeah, it's on a main road. Yeah. So we just went in there, and you'll have to see pictures. It's, I mean, neat. Yep. It looks like a, it looks like a building from like a movie. Like it a does haunted, haunted house movie. And it's crazy to me because it's been probably a couple years since I've been there, and it's just fallen down, rotted. like rotted so much since the last time I was there. Because I could go on to the second floor, and now we couldn't get on the second floor. We went down to the, the boiler room. room. And there was bloody handprints on the wall, which yeah. was clearly fabricated. Yes, someone had done that to scare people, put bloody yes. handprints on the wall. And it's like, the thing that bothered me about that was not like I thought that there was like mm-hmm. someone murdered in there. It was, why is someone trying to scare people mm-hmm. with bloody handprints? And it was like, that was making me nervous because I'm like, is this person waiting here to scare people right. with these bloody handprints right now? Like, hiding behind the big boiler and yeah. being like, wow. Yeah. But somehow I was fine. You know, I took pictures of the bloody handprints because, I don't know, there wasn't, like, a super bad yes. feeling. It was just, like, crappy that someone would do that. I know. And so we kind of wandered around near the, the boiler room. And then we're just, like. Then we were, like, walking out front. And I'm, like, let's mm-hmm. go around the perimeter. And then I'm, Suddenly. like, I was, like, oh, my God, there's someone in the corn there. Like, there's fields all around it, mm-hmm. and there was someone walking in the corn. With a purpose. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, let's go to my car. Mm-hmm. Like that. And I, we were both just kind of walking like normal, though, like not trying to make it, like, crazy. Like, yeah. Like, we weren't t- making a run for the car no. or anything. We are just like, yep, here we are. And, oh, yeah, we were leaving. See ya. Mm-hmm. We, but, were, we were on yeah. our way we out. Our we way acted out. like, Thanks. Yeah. And Casey... You, what did you think that the guy was? Okay. Like, when he was in the field, what I thought was, this is a vagrant that lives here. (laughs) (laughs) And he's coming back. He's coming home. And people are in his abandoned house. Mm -hmm. And he's pissed. Mm Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, my God, this is the farmer that owns this land, and he is like, get off of my property, you freaks. So we both thought two very different things. But yeah. then Casey kind of waved at him. Yeah, I just waved at him because I'm like, I was trying to just be like, mm-hmm. nope, everything's fine. Everything's fine. And then he waved back. And, and then so I kept looking. We had a just, brief powwow. Yep. I kept looking at him because I'm just like, what's going on? And I'm like, I think he's got a camera on. And he did mm-hmm. have a camera on. And then I'm like... Should we just go back and, like, talk and just go around the perimeter? Because I still wanted to go around the perimeter. Yeah. And then I'm like, should we just talk to him? And you're like, sure. So then we went back, and Casey talked to him, and I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. And Casey was like, hey. And he was there also taking pictures. Yeah. And was like, yeah, I found this on Iowa Abandoned, like mm-hmm. the website. And we were like... That is a creepy coincidence. Yep. 
that like he was there he was at that there moment at that, that moment yeah we weren't there for that long no and he and then was i was there. like were you just in the corn because i was like what <laughs> are like, you doing yeah man i parked over on the road there i didn't know that i have to walk through the corn to get here and we and like oh my god and then we're like have you been inside well i asked him i'm like have you been inside and he said no and acted all shocked i'm like oh yeah we went down i'm like you can only get to the boiler room you can't get to all the other places i think that he thought there's no way i'm going in here clearly it's dangerous yeah and then when we were like yeah yeah we went down to the (laughs) boiler room he was like okay Mm -hmm. so we went in and then when we were still there and he was like that boiler room's pretty cool yeah thanks Mm-hmm. And, you know, I kind of felt like we helped him out. We did help him out. And I feel like he mm-hmm. felt safer because we were there. Mm-hmm. We were protecting him. Don't you think if mm-hmm. he would have been there alone, first of all... He would have been scared. He would have been scared. Would not have gone in. Nope. He no. would not have gone inside. No way would he have gone inside. No. He went inside, I think, because we suggested it and because we were there. Yep. Just because we were there. Mm-hmm. So if something we bad did happen... We made him feel safe. Yes. If something bad did happen, there's people there mm-hmm. that could, you know, help or call Us, for help. to protect people. To protect. Mm-hmm. That is why. Yeah. But he was ready to just take photos of it alone. I know. I would never How go old there. do you think that guy was? I think our age. Uh-huh. I do, too. Like, I think he was. He had a beard. Yeah. Kind of hipster. Mm-hmm. Clearly. And he... Yeah. And then when he saw us again, then he just was like, he seemed like, uh-huh. I better be nice to these people because <laughs> it's two against one. <laughs> yeah, because we did size that up. Mm-hmm. If he is here worshiping Satan, <laughs> which Dan believed, take, which Dan believed that is that was his intention. <laughs> which what Dan doesn't know is maybe we were there burning some witch's rope. Casey and I went down in the basement in the boiler room, burned witch rope, you know. Had a little thing demons, going on. Whatever. Conjuring some stuff up. <laughs> and then we just left. Mm-hmm. Yep. And a lot of graffiti there. Oh, and also an old Super 8 player, which was weird. Yeah, why was I it? I don't know. And it was just outside. It was just outside. Was someone trying to do EVPs at one point and left it there? Uh, that's a good point. They could have. Do you think they ran away scared and left their 8-track thing there? Maybe because why I was else just wondering why was it left there? Because I mean, it was clearly really old, mm-hmm. late seventies, eighties, and just randomly left outside. Yeah, I feel like that guy today. If he saw it, took it. I hope he didn't take it because we could go take it. We should have taken it. I didn't think to take it until everyone was like did you get it and i was like no everybody else would have been like it's trash i thought yeah yeah but then scott and dan were like it's a treasure (laughs) you should have taken it and i that didn't even cross my mind but i suppose we could have yeah because it had clearly been there for like decades Mm -hmm. what's our producer up to hey producer how long have we been talking too long okay good they're okay, only good. Th- okay. I'm good. I don't want to bore people. Mm-mm. Do you think anyone's bored during this podcast? I hope I think not. right now they're sitting on the edge of their seat waiting yeah. with bated Ooh. breath. What happened there? <laughs> Would you ever go there to that abandoned school at night? No. No, me either. Absolutely not. And I feel like I would... 
Yeah, what? Danger. Glass, wood. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't, it wouldn't be safe. No, right? it definitely would not be, like, safe. I feel like if I like was physically. a teen, absolutely I'd go. I would, too, because we used to go to a abandoned uh-huh. house and drink and <laughs> yes. stuff. And it's like, we were just in there, and mm-hmm. and I think back on it, and I'm like, how was I not terrified Scared. of going to But you to weren't. This? You were just, no. like, mildly Oh, this is where like, we go. Oh, okay. Yeah. But not, like... I mean, I couldn't go back to that school. No, I would be terrified to yeah. go. But no, I feel like teens probably go there all the time. Mm-hmm. But There's all that graffiti, yes. even from like 76. Yes. There was like a ton of graffiti. And I wasn't, I was surprised that we didn't see any like empty like beer bottles or anything. Because mm-hmm. I didn't see anything like that. I didn't either. But... No, there's no way. There's I would only go that back. blood trying to scare us. The fabricated handprints. Mm-hmm. But I could, I just couldn't believe there was someone else there. It's like, do you? And then he was like, he was like, well, I didn't know I should park like where we parked. And then he was like, so I parked through there and walked through the field. And I was like, oh, you know, I just figure if someone says you aren't supposed to be here, I'd just be like, all right, and then go. You know, because like there's nothing it wouldn't, that says no what, trespassing. There's nothing that says no, no trespassing. I mean, nothing. what are they going to do? They can't. I'm white. They're not going to shoot me. They're not going to prosecute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm white. They're not going to shoot me. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Do you think that a lot of people go there and it wasn't a coincidence at all that we saw that guy? Maybe. Or had nobody been there for years? Or since the last time mm-hmm. was that you had been there. And then we were just seeing that guy. I just wonder. Yeah. I almost feel like maybe a lot of people do go since he said it was on Abandoned Iowa. Which I think I like that Facebook page. You do. And I hadn't seen the school posted or whatever. But mm-hmm. and like that Facebook page, I've been taking all these abandoned pictures. They've been lost into the internet and like our computer crashed. And I'm just like, oh, I miss this. I missed the boat on this, on yes. making this a thing. Whatever, it's on our podcast. It's bigger than whatever <laughs> this guy's talking about. It's fun. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, I feel like that guy, first of all, probably would have been a pretty cool pod ge- podcast guest. Yeah. yeah. Just because clearly he was in the same mm-hmm. mindset. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if somebody and was then, like, hey, where are you, what are you doing today? He was like, oh, I'm just going to go out and take pictures of this abandoned place. Yeah. You know? Same thing we were doing. Same thing. Same mindset. Yeah. So, you know, maybe we need to find out who is this guy. Listen to our podcast. I know. Like it. Love it. Love it. You're going to like it, and you're going to love it. Everyone's going to love everything. Yeah. You're going to subscribe, and you're going to leave iTunes comments, because why haven't we gotten more besides Ice Cold Punch, which Ice Cold Punch changed his comment and, like, apologized. I know. And Ice Cold Punch. I feel weird that he's apologizing, because it's like, we told him we loved it. And then he changed it. I wonder if he listened to that, listened to it before or after he left that comment. I feel like he, he I feel like he changed his comment before cuz if he had listened to it he'd be like, "Well, they loved it." Yes. That we thought it was good mm-hmm. and everything. But I talked to my friend Rhonda at work and she was like, "No. She didn't think Dasal was a good thing." Really? No, and I was like, "I don't know, I think it's okay." <laughs> <laughs> 
We felt pretty positive about it. But she said, she looked it up and it said, submissive. And Rhonda said, we are not submissive. Oh. We're powerful. We are powerful. We got our power candle. (laughs) Which, I had a candle going yesterday. My mom was over and I had a candle going. I blew it out and she was like, is that the power candle? And then I'm like, one, my mom is the number one fan. (laughs) Fact. My mom is the number one fan. Yes, she is. I mean... Dante can dispute it, but your I, mom is the number one fan. I truly believe that. Yes, she is. Yes, and then I is. showed her the power candle, and she was pretty, pretty jazzed. She wanted one. I think so. Yes. And you know what? It's her birthday. <gasps> not today. Not today. See? Get um, it? Yeah, it's her birthday on Monday. She needs a power candle. It's her birthday on Monday. Mm-hmm. Oh, you better get her a power candle. Mm-hmm. She, she would like that. She needs one. I think we she all deserves do. one. I think we all need a power candle. Mm-hmm. It helps. I feel like it really has helped. It's powerful. That's where all this has come from. <laughs> okay. I suppose we should have talked about this when we are talking about trick-or-treating because this is when I learned that my nephew has approximately five girlfriends. He's Ooh. four years old. I don't get it. <laughs> I did not have boyfriends, or if anyone, Mm-mm. like my dad would try Mm-mm. to tease me about boys, and I would just be like, what? Disgusting. It would Why be are like, you saying this? not good. I would be <laughs> like, what does this even mean? Yes. Me- <laughs> this means nothing to me. And it was just like, it's not so even embarrassing and terrible. Like, if my dad would tease me about some boy, Awful. I would just be like, what no never dad never i remember in sixth grade one of the girls being like talking how she had like gotten it on (laughs) with like a like a seventh grader and i would be like what is happening how? I mean, if you look at sixth graders now, are you kidding me? That's like They're children. Tiny. That's They're messed tiny. up. Yeah. They're that tiny. was happening in sixth grade, though. And I remember thinking that and thinking, wow, she's like a real woman. <laughs> I always, okay, this is when I thought everyone was a real woman, and then I lied because everyone was getting their periods and thinking it was so mm-hmm. cool and complaining about their cramps, and I hadn't gotten my period yet, so I Faked would them be... Out. Yeah, I would just be at, like, sleepovers and be like, yeah, they're the worst. Like, and I would talk about cramps and be like, oh, I know what's terrible about them. Don't you feel like it was? It was, like, really cool. It was, like, cool to some people to to get their period. And to me, I was like, I never want this to happen. No. And that's a reasonable thing. Yeah. Because I feel like now those girls are probably like, why? (laughs) Why was I Why was I waiting for this and being like, I need this to happen? (laughs) No, I don't get it. And the first day I got mine, I didn't know what was going to happen. So what I did was I went for a walk and thought everyone knew when they saw me. And I was terrified as everyone drove by. And so what I did was come home and then just sit in my room on a towel thinking all kinds of blood was going to come out. And I didn't know what to do. So I just sat there on the floor. <laughs> we just didn't know, did we? No. We it was just so scary. Yes. <laughs> But speaking of that, how Loracle said that I was basically a man, a warrior man, 
I was the biggest tomboy ever <laughs> as a child. People thought that my sister and I were boys. And we were like, that's cool. Yeah. You would think that we're boys. I used to want to be because I would hear my mom babysat older girls and they would talk about their periods and I'd be like, well, mm. no. Mm-mm. I don't want to do it. No one's saying that to Will. Mm-hmm. No, but I want to be a boy. Yeah. <laughs> I want to I don't want to get boy. my period. Mm-mm. And the only way my mom could get me to wear my training bra, she told me, if you don't wear your bra, your boobs will hang down to your knees. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I started wearing it because I'm like, I better. You're going to get saggy boobs yeah. if you don't wear them. <laughs> They'll hang down to your knees. And that, to me, didn't mean saggy boobs. That meant my boobs were going to get and grow so big they would grow to my knees. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah i just i don't know this wasn't i was ready to be a boy <laughs> yeah because you had already done that as a warrior mm-hmm. and you were like, oh, i'd already better. done that yeah and so i was a young like little child like i think i'm gonna be a boy but then i wasn't and i think not until about i mean geez i was like a teen <laughs> He's a late teen before I was like, okay, this is okay. I, it's okay that I am a girl. But I was, at first, I think it was because of my past life. And I was like, I'm, I'm a man. I need to be, I need to dominate. And I need to dole out the corn. <laughs> like my man self. In what, like, and what I was like, England. I was like, I need to get more apples and bake some more stuff. <laughs> like a little Swedish child. Mm-hmm. A little Swedish child. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, I feel like every episode we've been talking about vacations, because that's all that's been happening, but also... There's things that go on before vacations and when you first leave where you believe after you've left your house, it is burning to the ground because that's what I think. (laughs) You're like checking and double checking, Mm -hmm. unplugging stuff, making sure the dryer's off, making sure there's nothing that is good. I mean, I'm even scared that the refrigerator is on, to be honest. I'm scared about everything and I assume Mm -hmm. like because my mom comes to watch our house and... What happens in my mind is our whole house burns down before my mom gets here. <laughs> and she comes and calls you and is like, your is house it? is burnt down. It's, I'm so sorry. It's gone. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, what? It's and, gone. Your and, house is gone. And I'll be like, I knew it. I knew, I knew what it was, was going to burn down. I had a feeling. Sometimes I have such strong feelings. Mm-hmm. I know it. It's gone. Yeah. It's burned to the ground. And it's not. And it never it's has. Not, and it never has. But I'm just so scared of it. And I wonder if other people feel that way. It's just like, it's, it's an irrational fear. Uh huh. Is it because irrational like, though? Until, I, I, it feels mm-hmm. rational to me. It does. Because until I hear from my mom and she's just like, whatever, I'm like, I'll just keep thinking that my house is burnt down. So then after you hear from your mom on the first contact, then do you then feel Then I'm good? fine. Yeah. And you're fine. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I'm feel like, that way too. mom wouldn't let anything bad happen. Only I would let something bad happen. <laughs> yes. I feel like, I, I feel that way too. Like after the time that the someone that's watching my house, the first time that they come over, I'm like, okay, 
it's still standing. Yep. And it's not a pile of rubble. And so everything's fine. fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. And it's going to be fine. Other people have to feel that way, though. I think so. Just leaving your house is scary. It is. It's just I like have to watch over it. You do. You have to watch over it. You know, and there's like robbers. Mm-hmm. Like fools people that touching, are gonna People touching pumpkins, pumpkins one foot from our front door. One foot from your front door. Mm-hmm. Getting their hands in Vaseline. <laughs> yeah. Sick. <laughs> and so, yeah. So far, our houses haven't burned down good for mm-hmm. us. I don't, I don't think they will. You sort of recently got, like, ended a sugar fast. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is it so hard? It wasn't easy. No. I can't imagine it was. Okay, so the first day that I, like, stopped totally, maybe, like, the second or third day, actually, I get a really bad headache. Sugar withdrawal. Oh, no. And so... Were you tired? I was. I was feeling pretty sluggish. And literally, like, the two days before this, I picked up my sister's dog from daycare for her and went, I took him to Starbucks to get a pup cone. <laughs> and the Starbucks lady... And I, I got a hot chocolate for myself before I started the sugar yeah. fast. And the lady goes... Hey, it's BOGO today. Buy one, get one. So here's an extra hot chocolate. Just give it to someone. Well, obviously, I just drank it. So I drank two full, large hot chocolates by myself. And then I was like, this has got to stop. So I started the sugar fast. So then 30 days, whatever, I did it. It was hard. It's coming mm-hmm. at you from all directions. At yeah. work especially is where <laughs> yeah. it happens for me. There's always treats around it's our work. It's everywhere. Yeah. And so I did it. And then Dan and I went out on the 30th day. And I went, and he didn't know that it was the end. But I ordered a caramel apple crisp okay. out. <laughs> and the teen waitress goes, you know, it would be really good with that. Some caramel, a shot of caramel. I'm going to bring it to you. And I was like, oh, oh good, okay. thanks, yeah. Thank you. So then she brought it, and Dan goes, what? Oh, my God. And Dan thought that I was like, I can't take it. I don't want liquor. I want a shot of caramel, and I'm taking it now. I am so addicted, and this sugar fast is done. And it's ending with a it's bang. I'm going to die like this. I'm going to die like this and I'm eating this whole thing myself. Get away. And I was like, no, actually the waitress, she just brought that. I didn't ask I didn't ask specifically for that at all. And he was like, oh, my God. I thought you were, like, seriously addicted. and like <laughs> They always think you're about to go off the rails. He thinks I'm about to go off. He thinks I'm ready to lose it. At any moment, my addiction is deep. And I'm like, no, I didn't really need the sugar, the extra shot. The caramel apple crisp was really good, but so yes, I I did. I ate it all, and it was good. And now you're all right. I'm okay. I'm okay. Back on it, normal. I'm back on it. It's normal. It's not. I'm not gonna go on like a sugar, caramel shots. (laughs) <laughs> nope. No bender. No bender. No caramel bender. 
Oh, Caramel is so good, though. Casey, what is your favorite candy? Your oh, favorite Jesus. sweet. <laughs> oh, sweet. It's so hard to think. I mean, there's a lot. I feel like it's almost like cereal where it's like different moods. Like yeah. something I love all the time and love in different variations of it. And it's a weird candy is cherry mash. Oh, yes. And, okay, so it's delicious as a candy, but also if you put a little milk in it and melt it in the microwave, you put it on ice cream, it's the most delicious thing ever. I feel like you've told me that. And cherry mash and milk. Yes. Putting it on ice cream. It's so good. Where do you get the cherry mash? They have them at that hy gas station right by us. Yep. It's kind of like an old-timey candy, it is. isn't it's it? It's an old-timey candy. I think I am an old-timey person. Yeah. <laughs> you just gravitate towards that. Yeah. yeah. The old-timey candies. I would say that my favorite, sh- sh- like, sugar, sweet, sweetened thing is caramel. Yeah. It really is. So if you were to do a shot it would be OD of caramel. something, it would be caramel. It would be of caramel. <laughs> I did not ask for the caramel, but it would be of caramel. That would be it. I mean, it's just like, oh my God, caramel. Caramel, caramel, caramel. Yeah. It's so good. I just love candy so much. It's good. I mean, it's (laughs) It's good. good. (laughs) I think that Dan's going to try to go on a sugar fast. Oh, jeez. We'll see. Dan, do you feel like you're going to do well? Yeah. Okay. He He thinks he can do it. Okay. We'll see how it pans out. I believe in you. We'll talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. Let Are you, you guys starting know. today? 30 days from now. No, I'll decide what I'm oh, doing. He's oh, he's not doing okay. it now. Okay. No, okay. I'm, yeah, because I'm just re- okay. putting electrolytes back in my body. So I told somebody last night that the reason I did the reason I did the sugar fast, because really the real reason, because, you know, people are like, oh, yeah, you get like health problems. And I'm like, no. I just wanted to see if I could do it. Yeah. Like and Oracle said. Yeah. And I told somebody this last night, and she goes, oh my God, that is the most metal thing I've ever heard. I just wanted to see if I could do it, man. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. I just wanted to see, you know, and can you I it. do it? And, and I you... did it. Mm-hmm. 30 days strong. Wow. It That's good. It was not easy. I could never do it. I believe you could. Casey, I believe in you. I don't know. It's not easy, though. No. I mean, I I'm feel not like... not pretend it was. It, Your no. craving would be strong. You know, I think a week would be... That's a, it? Yeah. And that would be trying. So I read that to quell your sugar craving, which I was kind of going to try this, cinnamon... Oh, I hate cinnamon. You hate cinnamon. And, I, like, no one hates cinnamon but me, and it's like people act like I'm... Un-American. Because <laughs> you don't like cinnamon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's cinnamon so good. I'm like, oh, I don't like cinnamon. And then they look at you like, what? <laughs> you don't like cinnamon? What's wrong with you? <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> I just read this article that said cinnamon will quell your sugar craving. I'm going to try it. Oh. Is it going to happen? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like there's a certain things that just like. You need it. My body won't have, like, coffee. Like, people are like, oh, you're going to start loving coffee. No. no. I'm not ever going to start loving it. I can't even stand the smell of it. Even if there's a little bit of something and people are like, I can't taste the coffee. I'm like, are you kidding me? 
Tastes like coffee like crazy. Casey. Okay, so I didn't like coffee before, and I just recently started drinking it because my sister likes caramel macchiatos. So you're like caramel. So I'm like, caramel, there it is. <laughs> In the coffee, I'm drinking it. And it is loaded with sugar. It's packed. I don't even want to know. But it's good. And I'm drinking it. That's good. Yeah. Caramel macchiatos. I really? feel fancy when I hold a coffee cup. Like, if I get hot chocolate in a coffee cup i'm like i'm a business person like when i'm holding it it's and actually coffee yeah you want people to believe that mm-hmm. because yes. something about coffee makes me feel like this is for business people it is and it's like almost like i'm feeling as a business person like you yeah, know everyone try it, honey. i i smell coffee? it and i hate it i know so did i you build it up it's slow i don't know so scott likes it scott loves coffee i used to not hate, i wouldn't touch it do you think it's kind of like an old person thing i don't know my mom and dad don't drink coffee they don't know they should should. (laughs) see maybe it's something in your genes i feel like it is something in my genes and you know what else i feel like is something in my genes eating sugary cereals because my grandpa (laughs) 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 my grandpa would get like frosted flakes and then he would put like, you know, up until almost, like, when he's dying, he's eating Frosted Flakes and just putting sugar on top of it. And people act like it's so what? sugary, and it's like, he's like, I gotta put sugar on it. He just loves. He needed more sugar. Yeah. More sugar. Oh, my God. He loved it. hmm So, I mean, it's, it's in good. our genes it's not to drink coffee within your and ancestry. eat cereal. <laughs> <laughs> so... All right, you got your carpets cleaned. Oh, yeah, Friday. So, you know, I was looking around, and I was like, zero res. Are they going to provide me with a good clean? No residue. That's not true. And Dan, yesterday, when he got home, goes, feels like there's residue on the carpet. (laughs) (laughs) And I go, zero res has brainwashed countless people. To believe that there's this, this low, res. no residue, like in, in all these other companies, except them are, yeah. are putting a sticky, dirt-attracting residue. It is. Mm-hmm. And I go, that's false. Every person I've talked to that has had zero res has been them. like, eh, just not that great. They don't take their time. It's not good. I had American Dream steam. And I was pleased. It was an American Dream? It was an American Dream. And I felt good about it, and I'm gonna wholly, wholeheartedly recommend. This is an unpaid endorsement. It's an unpaid endorsement. I'm they recommending should pay them. Us. They should. God, that would Why be haven't good. people paid us? Why haven't Walgreens paid us? Walgreens should they be paying to. us. Although they give us discounts, and I love them, so they can do what they want. But I feel With like the card. It, the if card. they choose to pay us, I obviously would be thrilled. God, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are. It's an unpaid endorsement. Mm-hmm. And for American Dream None team. of these endorsements we've had tonight have been paid. Mm-mm. Just so people know. Yep. So, you know, when they're saying, talking about zero res on the radio, that's well, paid. that's paid. Mm-hmm. Um, so, We're not paid. Yeah, I think that you need to, you know, take that advice with a grain of salt then because it's paid. A grain of residue. A grain of residue. Because American Dream Steam, this is not paid, and I'm telling you right now, I'm pleased. Well, they did good. The carpets are fresh. 
Does he everything spent a lot smell of time. so good? Yes, it smelled really good. It just kind of smelled like just clean, you know? Yeah. Kind of like ozone. Did they talk to you a lot? The guy was so nice. He did not talk to me a lot. That's good. He, in fact, he left me alone for most of the time. My sister was there to help me, like, move furniture and stuff. Mm-hmm. He didn't talk to us. Oh, that's good. I mean, unless we talked to him, he did not. He and knew it was better. Nice. He knew better. And he just did his work. He sprayed the stuff on the carpet, treated it, cleaned it. It was good. Oh, that sounds good. I highly recommend them. Unpaid. Unpaid. Actually, you paid them for this endorsement. Right. I paid them for this endorsement. Wow. So that's messed up. Yeah. But, you know. They provide a service. They provide a service. (laughs) That's how we roll. All right. Well, by the time we do a podcast again, we are going to have many more adventures. Oh, yeah. This... Thursday, we will be going to Common Thread, which will be about, we don't know, something mystical that we learned about from Loracle. Mm-hmm. Will Loracle be there? We Maybe. I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Definitely. She would be thrilled to see us there. And I feel like she needs to know we're doing a podcast. I know. I feel like we need to tell her. She needs to play it. Mm-hmm. She would love it. I think she would like it. I think she would. And, but yeah. and we're also going to Reiki exclamation point uh-huh. next Reiki. next Reiki. weekend. Reiki, what are you? And so our energy is going to be healed. Amazing. I think it's going to be healed. Mm-hmm. I think it's maybe even going to be better than the other one. They say that after you've done it once, like sometimes you don't know what to expect, so you just don't get into it as much, and your second one is even better. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. So our energy is going to be good. Okay. I'm excited. So we have that to talk about. And obviously we'll talk about other things. You know, Walgreens. Whatever. Walgreens, shout out. Mm -hmm. Walgreens, we love you. If we don't talk about Walgreens next time, that's a big oversight. Um, I don't think we'll ever forget again. No, that was terrible. I felt terrible. I did too. I thought about it for quite a while after that we messed up. And leave us reviews. Yes. Why didn't people after last time? Just take a moment. Yeah. That's all we ask. And then also like our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Like the page. We have 39 likes now, 40. I don't know. Yeah. Not as many as I would like. I would like more. I want like So 100. like us. I want 100. There's, we aren't going to be terrible. We're not Mm-mm. like internet annoying, I don't think. It's barely going to show up in your feed. Yeah. And when it does, you'll be happy about it. It's just kind of a fun little thing. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Just like, like it. us. Fresh up, up your feed. No- <laughs> <laughs> Look up nothing's too weird. We'll be there. Yep. You'll see a happy face. You'll see Valletta the cat. Yep. Just come on. Get with it. Like it. And so I guess that will be the end of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Hope you've loved it. Hope I guess I hope it. you... I hope you've loved it. If you've liked it, good. If you've loved it, even better. Five stars. Mm-hmm. Five stars. Yep. Hopefully. And look on the Facebook page for the pictures. Yep. Because they are neat. Mm-hmm. Very neat. And we will... You'll hear us next time. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Halloween.
God, I can't believe that your dad wrote this. I mean, whoa. Okay, yeah. Totally like this. You feel like this is something he like, would I do? That was probably, it was like that. Not me. Oh, you did. He's. That's just who he is. Did he write all this? Yes. What? Yes. If you could love the world with the flick of a switch, would you do it? If you could make everybody poor just so you could be rich, would you do it?
I quit. You, you, I didn't, I didn't make it all the way through that. 